This episode of St. James's Pod is brought to you by Total Supplements. Visit their website, totalsupplements.co, to discover their range of nutritionist-tested supplements, gummies, shakes, and natural extracts. From popular sports supplements like whey protein, creatine, vitamin tablets, and powders, to mental health supplements such as nootropics and mushrooms, they've got you totally covered. They also have men's health collection offering testosterone support and beauty supplements to keep you looking like your absolute best. I personally use Total Supplements products and I have been using them from before they came on board to sponsor the podcast. So I'm hugely excited to be partnering with a brand that I know and love. So whether you train hard, work hard, or take an active interest in your overall health, use our code St. James's Pod, that's S-T-J-A-M-E-S-P-O-D, for 25% off your entire order. The link's in the description. Support the podcast and visit totalsupplements.co now and tell them St. James's Pod sent you. Welcome to St. James's Pod. This is the City Review. Going to review the game from down at the Etihad. Not quite the result we wanted, but we're here to go over it, talk about the good points, go over some of the bad points. I'm here with Tom and Pete's back as well. Hi, Pete. Back, nice baby. to see you. Yeah. I thought I'd come and see how he's coping without us, you know, make sure that uh, the ship hasn't sunk yet. <laughs> Not I quite. I was still floating. Are you alright, Tom? I can he, can he, can't, can't complain. Good, good. Well, first of all, let's say none of us got the the prediction right for the score. George was on the no. on the preview show. He did. He called the right result in the defeat, but he said it would be two one. And obviously, we didn't even really get a sniff at goal. But let's let's take it back to the the starting lineup. Um, unchanged side. Pete, we'll get your thoughts because obviously we've not had you on this season yet. What did um, what did you think to the starting lineup? Obviously, based on the back of the the big victory of Villa. I saw it's the whole Eddie Howe thing. He doesn't change it. Win inside, so I fully expected it to be the same. I think everyone else did as well. To be fair, um, I know Dawson did off the last pod, and I think I think it was pretty obvious. The only other the only thing I seen was obviously Jacob Murphy wasn't in the squad at all, and I think everyone was like, "Oh, is he injured? Is he what?" I, don't know, but I know he put on Instagram that he was. Um, Watching the game from the hospital because his missus was having a having a baby. So um, congratulations to him. But um, right. yeah, no surprises for me. Tom, looking back at it after the result, would you would you start anyone else? Do you think, in hindsight, or um, it's hard to say really. I mean, Anthony Gordon was one of our talking points as whether or not we might have seen rotation there with Harvey Barnes Gordon he was playing like a man possessed in the wrong way I felt in certain points he could have been sent off on another day I think he he got a bit too psyched up for the occasion some some of the challenges he was going in for um, were a bit too heavy it was just just maybe a bit over eager um, and yeah I'm not too sure he he had the same impact in an attacking sense as well this in this game. Um, so potentially, if I look, looking back in hindsight, would you put Harvey Barnes in from the start instead of him? I don't know, but um, yeah, I don't know what you guys thought of Gordon in particular, especially with those um, you know challenges and obviously the yellow card and then the the one which yeah. could have arguably been a second yellow as well. 
Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, like, because yeah, he could have got the second yellow, but I think he was probably the brightest sort of player going forwards. He had the beating of Kyle Walker towards the start of the game. And then, I think, to be honest, I think because Joe Linton had one of his worst games, um, Gordon was, yeah. like, very conscious of trying to cover uh, Byrne as well. Because normally Joe Linton kind of helps mm-hmm. Byrne out a lot with yeah. that, so... I think he was kind of, yeah, maybe a bit overzealous trying to defend and get up and attack as well. So, go on, Poo. He was very. Um, I was going to say, Joe Linton was very static. I thought he might have. He might have been told that because obviously, after the game, Pep Guardiola was saying how their plan was to get all the bodies in the midfield, um, to and pass the ball around, with. but. So whether Eddie Howe was told Joe Linton to sort of hover around the middle, hmm. um, but it, it didn't look right. It didn't look comfortable it, against Villa. Him and Gordon were, were linking up really well on the wing, but it looked like there was no. They looked very disjointed them two, and it, like as I was saying, Burn Burn was up against Walker, but Walker was bombing down the line. That's not a good matchup, so he's going to need a help. Um, like you say Gordon was tracking back a lot to help and he was running himself into the ground but it was almost like the the desire was up here but the composure was down here so yeah. he was he was going for it and you you could see the effort was there but it was like you might just need to just settle your head a little bit and calm things down because I mean there was they didn't seem I thought the passing for our team well there wasn't any and I think I say this every time <laughs> I think I say this every time we play City that it's it's so simple it's it's almost frustrating because you, you, if you like it's it's literally schoolboy stuff you pass and move you pass in triangles I know it's not yeah. as simple as that but if someone one of the City players receives the ball he's got an option there he's got an option there but when we receive the ball we've got half an option over there and that's it and we just hence why they just as soon as we get the ball they put the pressure on because we've got half an option ball's gone which I felt like it was the same theme throughout the majority of the game to be honest yeah I think at the at the top yeah we should probably just preface everything we're saying by the fact that obviously we're playing the champions at their place treble oh, winners yeah. um, probably the best team in club football at the minute but it was like like we said in the preview it was such a good time to play them with them playing midweek they haven't quite got going yet this season we kind of started with a bang and stuff so I think it was just a little bit disappointing to see us playing in a way that it just seemed a level below what we've been used to we showed Um, them far too much respect yeah we did not I think Eddie was clearly Eddie was clearly like frustrated with that in the first half that clearly wasn't mm-hmm. the instruction I wonder if it's like what you're saying though like you, when when we're passing it around you only got half an option I wonder if it's slightly players being like a little bit almost scared to receive the ball because they're, they're like playing such a good team yeah. yeah, and they don't have the confidence that they would have against Villa at home that's really um, not a good sign though is it going into the Champions League if we're where yeah. we're playing football like that at the start of the season that is not a good I mean I'm pretty sure Eddie I was giving them a massive bollocking 
saying what's a crap year because you never see us play like that I get as the champions the, the treble winners I get that but it's like we, we don't play like that That's I not think Isak, Isak had nothing he had no options yeah. he had, he had no. no like I felt bad for him yeah I, I mean I was just going to chime in on the 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 occasion maybe like it would have been difficult for a lot of teams I feel with their first home game City's first home game and you know they had the big presentation at the start of the game with all the trophies the fireworks mm. all of that sort of stuff like obviously a party atmosphere and you know I know City fans get slated for you know the fact that they can't you know get an atmosphere going at the ground and mm. all that sort of stuff but credit to you know the city as a club for for getting that going, and I think to be fair, I don't know if maybe that played a factor in, and like we were just sort of like a bit overawed by the occasion of it all, like just like you say, playing against the newly crowned champions of Europe, and um, you know they're there with the treble, like all the trophies there in a line as the players were walking out. It's like, yeah, obviously we aspire to be there at some point, but at this moment in time. City are the, that team and where they're trying to upset the party and just yeah fell flat like completely and I think it would have been hard for a lot of teams if I'm being honest you could so I've just been thinking you could bring we keep saying we don't play like well we've been saying we don't play it that way it was it we were off the boil whatever but if you break it down to player by player right I've just been thinking this Nick Pope okay it was a good finish You've got to think maybe he should have had a stronger hand but that's really very piggy Trippier right back did nothing wrong for me but the, the whole defence was good exactly so Danburn left back we, we did really well against Walker. The, defensively Bob yeah. and Shaw fantastic like even Shaw, yeah. I thought Shaw had dislocated his shoulder again I thought he was going off I thought yeah we go but they both played no, mid I thought Lascelles was coming you go to we'll go straight to the top Isak what can he do he, he, he can't do anything with it and he's got no service we can't get the ball he, Isak's basically taking out the game for me I didn't feel um, like Isak's press was very good though I've, I felt like he personally he, he was just on his own he had not whenever he got the ball I, he, when he dribbled he had two men on him and like we're talking about no options we've seen that so many times like you go back down the years like uh, uh, playing away at City and we've had how many times have we seen other strikers in Isaac's position where they're just completely isolated and yeah. it's just how you exactly how are you meant to do anything you can press exactly. all you like but mm -hmm. you're pressing for you're just running yourself like into the ground and not yeah. getting anywhere like you need people around you like to uh, press with you, like, or, or do you, you know, just yeah. give you an option. So yeah, I don't blame Isaac. Well, you go, you go from Isaac, and you, you, you go to the left. Gordon we spoke about Gordon trying to graft, but not really much help from the midfield. Um, I know he's trying to put a few balls at the box, but I didn't think there was an awful lot of help from midfield. Go to the right side, Miggy. I think we all know how frustrating Miggy was. Um, yeah, you had a bad game, right? Purely for the whole cutting inside thing. He's got that much space going to the byline. He's got overlapping coming from whether it's Bruno, um, whether it's Trippier. And every time he's cutting inside, and that chance is just gone. But towards yeah. the end of the game, he started. Whether someone screamed something at him, I don't know. 
he started laying it off and that's when chances started to come putting balls in the box people were in the box okay but the chances started to come then so that was a that was a bad game for Miggy but for me the problem was the middle of the park for me I thought Joe Linton and Bruno had a shocker Tonali was all over the pitch I think I said in the group chat I was like one minute you look he's on, he's on the right side next minute he's on the left side I thought he was trying to do stuff he's putting in passes doing great but I thought the game was lost well it was obviously we know Phil Foden was running the show but on yeah. our side of things I thought Bruno and Joe Linton were just out of it the heads weren't in it for me and I'm slightly worried I know it's two games in I was speaking to the lads at work I know it's two games in but I don't know if the arrival of Tonali the big fee the reputation has slightly taken the shine off Bruno because at this very minute Bruno's not the main man Tonali is and Bruno's a big character I hope it hasn't had an effect I'm, I could just be complete total shite here um, but it's it's like so I see what you mean the first home game against Villa Tonali's game, name got sang whole game Bruno's I don't even think Bruno's did so it could be a mental thing he maybe I don't think he's like that but mm, it might just be me picking do you know what I mean no I know I know like yeah when when Bruno's name's getting chanted in like last season I mean I know he had a, a little dip at, uh, at points last season but when he was on it it was just like yeah the, mm-hmm. or the whole crowd we all know the chant and everything like that that obviously played a big part in his form um I don't know if he's as um he I don't know if he's got that kind of ego about him I, it's hard to say I know what you're saying like the certain players definitely with an ego don't like it when another player comes in and takes the shine off them um, is it a case and, of and Bruno the same player um no I don't think they're the same player like no uh, to be honest with Bruno I think I think his dip is just carried on through from the end of last season and I don't I didn't think Bruno was that bad to be honest like over the 90 minutes I think his first half was pretty poor Mm. and then the second half he improved a bit and probably averaged out just you know kind of below his normal standards but not terrible but Joe Linton had a really bad game yeah he didn't I feel like that like that if you if you think like one of your three has like that part of the game it is going to affect the other two as well and like you say with Tonali he was losing like lost the ball a couple of times and stuff but then he was like really like fiercely trying to get it back and when you're playing mm. somebody as good as City like that's kind of all you can expect yeah like you are going to lose the ball sometimes Bruno just wasn't quite getting his passing as good and in like defensively he wasn't as good but then Joel Linton wasn't even like like his touch was heavy he was passing to yeah. them he wasn't like his tackling wasn't as good obviously like he tries to tackle Phil Footwell he t- tries to foul Phil Foden and ends up injuring him so yeah it was a bad day at the office for Joel Linton so mm-hmm. I think that's it, like, you're right I think that's where the game probably was lost um, like they won the midfield battle and like not to put all the blame on Joel Linton, but yeah, I think that had a major, major impact on it. But I mean, it does with, sound like that was their game plan. So the team like City, yeah, if that's their game plan, they're gonna win it. I think yeah. it's 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 tough for Joel Linton as well because like obviously he's had this amazing upturn in form since he's changed position and stuff, but he's 
he is still more of like a, a left-sided forward. Yeah. And when he's playing centre-mid against the like standard of City, he isn't like he isn't like Bruno and Tonali where he just he can have the ball under pressure. Mm-hmm. He's not that type of player, and that's why you saw like he, he's taking the ball and it's just like pinging off him. His touch is like terrible. Do you think? Do you think he was um, he was doing Longstaff's role? Longstaff's obviously a bit like the whole. He's sort of like the the backbone of the midfield, if you like the the rock. And Bruno and Tonali are sort of your not flair, but the creators. Julian's not a creator. We we know he's not. He, he runs with the ball. He's tough. He wins it back. Do you think he's? Because obviously, usually we used to Bruno, Joe Linton, Longstaff. Longstaff's the muscle, if you like. And now Joe Linton's a proper hench. But do you think he was told to fill the role of Longstaff and let Bruno and Tonali do their thing? I'd imagine. What I think's happening probably is that Tonali and Bruno have been like working on doing that role together and when one's doing it the other one goes mm-hmm. and it's just it's just a little bit early because if you if you look back to pre-season they haven't really played that many games together in pre-season yeah not at all no not at all and then they're, so like, they're still working out their partnership Joe Linton didn't have the best game mm-hmm. but then you saw when Longstaff came on as well he wasn't great either so he's, he's just a back injury though isn't he yeah so, uh, yeah, I think it was the right call from Eddie to start with, but it just it was just a bad day at the office. But um, just to go go back to Bruno, are you concerned at how long it does seem he's not had like one of his great games? Because you're looking right back to a few games in the last, like the back end of last season now. Are you concerned at all? Because nah, I scratch off last season, mate. Person. Do you remember he had that like bit of ankle issue and everyone was saying, "Oh, he's, he's carrying an, an ankle knock and everything." That's yeah, that's what's yeah. up with him back in the last season. And then he didn't end up getting surgery or anything. And then he's coming to this season, still a little bit below what he was at the start of last season. I I get what you're saying. Um, I just don't I just don't know if like now we need to see. The evolution of Bruno, like into a a new sort of version. I know we talked about last season. He was this. Um, he sort of played in the, the sitting role of being the the deep playmaker, pinging the passes about, and that everybody talked about. Tonali coming in would now free Bruno up to be a bit more of an advanced kind of um, player who likes to maybe box to box get in there get you know get, get more goals and stuff out of it i just think we're in a bit of that limbo period for me um with with bruno so um and yeah i only time will tell if is as he sort of plays longer with tonali and like whether or not that eddie wants to mix it up and give him more responsibilities going forward with the ball but um for me uh, yeah i'm going to i'm not going to criticize him overly cuz i just think it's it's too early in the season to to make too many judgments on him but um yeah eventually we're going to need to start seeing 
a bit more game changing moments from him. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I'm too concerned. Like it's just I've seen a lot of talk on social media and there's been some like proper bullshit rumours about his head being turned and stuff like this. Yeah. Um which even in the in the doc you can tell he absolutely loves being here, so of course um, he does. And then a lot of people are saying as well, like he's he, his dipping form kind of um, went around the time of his his son being born as well. Mm. But I I wouldn't say that would still be affecting him either. I think it's just one of them things where you you know you can't be at your absolute best all of the time. So it should it should be a matter of time till it comes back. And also his preseason wasn't. I don't know if he came back as fit as some of the other players because he did have quite an extended holiday. It's too much chocolate, man, isn't it? Sitting the dog. <laughs> too much chocolate. I love the chocolate. Like. Kinder eggs. No, it's Kinder eggs. Um, but let's let's talk about some of the positive performances then. So obviously, I think all oh, man the match for me has got to be Botman. He just mm. had Holland in his pocket the whole game, basically. Um, absolute quality centre half performance. He he couldn't um, do like his forward passes quite as much as as he probably would have wanted to. Mm-hmm. But in terms of stopping Haaland from being able to play his game, I think he did absolutely amazing. Well, yeah, the Haaland chances, like, all right, yeah, on another day, we know a striker of his quality would would normally bag one of those chances that he had. But I I felt quite a few of them were. And down like to the fact chances, that, yeah, down, and it was down to the fact that our defending was was really high on point, and we we obviously had a plan to try and limit the space he had, and um, and kind of he, he seemed to always be out wide a bit, like, and and we we did sort of shepherd him down the the channel a little bit, and so he wasn't directly on goal, um, and I think with that, obviously, we've seen. A few of those chances, like, end up going wide, or um, yeah, but that that was purely, like you say, down to the likes of Botman and Share both having um, solid games in 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 doing just that with two of them. That tackle I mean, from Share, where he like plays it off him, sliding tackle, gets the goal kick. That was quality. Talk defense. about how good the defense were in the little start in the last six months. Harlan's failed the score at the Etihad only twice both against Newcastle mm. aye well so, we, we did highlight it we said obviously uh, how well Lascelles uh, did a job on him last season yeah. obviously Lascelles wasn't playing this time but like Cher and, and Botman like you know they, they, they've obviously done a lot on the training ground to they've struck up such a good partnership them two like on the Oh, it's class! Like it's, ridiculous, it's, it's just, it's just a little. The only thing is just knowing that Cher is obviously at the like the back end of his career, if you want to oh. put it that way. But it would just be great to have just a carbon copy of Cher, but just you know, with five years younger or whatever. Because like that, mm-hmm. that back to uh, those that that pairing could be a could could have been a real long term partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll obviously enjoy it while it while we can because it's it's just works 
so well with you could, you could think though you talk you talk about shares um age obviously botman's so young so botman's perfect to learn off share and then you've got a young central defender coming in to learn off botman so it sort of falls down the tree perfectly all right it'll it'll uh it will it will work just obviously uh we know if we know what share brings to the team is yeah. like great in terms of his vision with passing and he's obviously his eye for goal as well as just being mm. you know positionally and solid as a defender um so yeah i mean we'll just hope that he avoids any concussions this season and uh we get the we get a, a long season out of him i thought he got a pen at one point as well <laughs> you can bombing forward in the box hmm isn't they didn't really show the replay very much on the on the TV, but uh, obviously they they didn't even like the ref didn't didn't want to know. So I'm assuming it wasn't really much of a a foul. Um, no, no. What about um, Trippier then? Because I thought he had he had another solid game, and he was kind of let down a little bit by Almiron because when he was getting forward, he wasn't quite getting the ball. Later mm-hmm. on, quickly enough, he ended up being offside a, a couple of times because of the the pass was a bit slow and stuff. But again, a good defensive performance, keeping Grealish quiet. Yeah, I believe like, you can't really, you you don't expect a bad game from Trips, do you? It's just it's the the Bobby basics. He does them well, um, very composed. Um, he just doesn't panic when he's uh, under pressure, does he? But like you say, could have had a better game. But I think that's down to Miggy. Miggy had an off game. We weren't saying this when Miggy was absolutely banging them in last season, were we? Do you know what I mean? Um, you can't you can't hold all the blame on him, Miggy. Yeah, he had a poor game. He'll probably hold his hands up and admit that. But um, when you, in terms of individual, yeah, trip, yeah, it's just solid, isn't he? Yeah, you can't go wrong with him. But then we so, uh, we did. I was going to say we got to see Livermento come on didn't we towards the mm. end of the game um, obviously more advanced than where we're going to expect to see him play uh, in the future but um, what do you guys think of the early signs of Livermento I mean it was nice to see him in black and white but it was, it was a bit late to really see anything from him yeah um, I did wonder if he was going to come on right wing because we didn't really have another option with Murphy not being there. It was either mm-hmm. bring him on because we know he's he's got to go forward from right back or Richie. So I was wondering what he would do and he did go with Libermento. It's and I don't know how much players actually care about this but I was thinking it's a bit of a shame that that's kind of like his debut now. Yeah, I agree with you. It's not his home debut at least. Yeah. But it was sort of, it was almost like a panic position because we had nobody, and he can play. He's a, he's a right wing back, isn't he? So it's like I just for the last five minutes, just go and see what you can do. He's quick and stuff like that. But he did. He seemed a bit lost in that position, especially bringing him on against City, like out of position against City, yeah. one nil down to try and do something in five minutes. He was sort of legging it around the <laughs> place to try, and just conjure something up, but. Um, I can't. You can't really. For me, you can't judge him on that. Like, good to see him, obviously, but it's like I'm. I have no opinion on it, really. Yeah. 
But the the player I do want to touch on before we wrap up is Anderson, because obviously he came on and probably looked like we're brightest spark throughout yeah. the whole game. Um, great attitude, getting us forward, and I think he, he pretty much carried on from where he'd been in pre-season. He's been very unlucky not to see as many minutes. Like we talked about whether he'd be pushing for a start um, for the Villa game, and obviously didn't. But I mean, we'll we'll talk about him again in the Liverpool preview. But what did you what did you make of his performance? I know you kind of mentioned Pete that um, maybe he should be getting looked at ahead of Joe Linton. Well, I was thinking this earlier. We're obviously getting getting a lot more depth in the squad now, so players can't expect to start. Do you know what I mean? All the other players are fighting for their positions, like likes of Harvey Barnes, Jacob Murphy, Anderson. After that unbelievable preseason he's had, like he came on, and he seemed to be the only person, mainly from midfield, driving the ball for, carrying the ball forward. Tonali was passing it forward. Don't get us wrong, but Anderson was carrying the ball past players and trying to yeah. make something, being aggressive at them. He, he, he was the only person who took the game to City instead of waiting for waiting for it to come to them. For me. For me, I he should start. Jolinton had a bad game. Okay, it's it's a one-off, but Jolinton had a bad game. Anderson, everybody noticed Anderson when he came on the pitch. So for me, he's got he's, especially against Liverpool. Liverpool, another attacking team. We've got to attack them. Do you know what I mean? So we need to take the game to Liverpool, and Anderson is a a, a brilliant lad to do that for me. I know he's not the muscle, but he can take the ball and he can carry it. He can, is is proven in pre-season. He can create stuff. He can score goals. How you meant for me? One hundred percent. Nothing against Joe Linton. Not necessarily doing anything wrong, but switch it up. It'd be a statement, I think, from Eddie to mm-hmm. to change it in that way because, like you say, whenever Eddie's not one to tinker too much with his mm-hmm. team and when he's when he's got it set, but I think it, now, like you've just said about the depth and everything else, like. Major major call if he um, mixes it up and and just says yeah, big Joe take a seat for for this one like and and then for Anderson hopefully to take take his chance and never look back like that's the way it's got to be now like we don't have a, a, we shouldn't be thinking we've just got a set eleven mm-hmm. all the time like everybody needs to be. Yeah, that that's my position. I want it, and I'm going to do everything to prove that I deserve it. And yeah. that that just pushes the whole squad. And and obviously with the amount well? of yeah, Barnes Barnes will do it as well. Barnes will be mm-hmm. looking and thinking like, yeah, Gordon, all right, you had a decent enough game, mm-hmm. but like, why why can't I like have a first home start um, against Liverpool? So yeah, it was so frustrating when Barnes came on and just got a yellow straight away though. Oh, nah, it was stupid challenge. Well, why would you yeah. do that? You could see him say to the ref, it's my first foul. I but how am I? You've literally just had a hold of him and stopped him. He's obviously <laughs> going to be a yellow. Fair enough yeah. if you just like, give him a little nudge or whatever, but he literally had his arms around his neck, basically. <laughs> First foul ref. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> talk, talk about over eagerness from uh, from Gordon, but then Barnes, yeah, that's basically his first action. The good thing about that though is with Gordon being so rapid and so effective, 
I don't think it's a bad thing at all for him and Barnes to keep switching it up every yeah, other game or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Barnes is quick. He's good. With, he can dribble with the ball. Gordon's exactly the same. Okay, Barnes got, has, has got more of an eye for goal. But just for that last half an hour or something, just to, to bring Gordon on, to run at them when they're knackered, is, it's, it's ideal. So it's like the left-hand side's sorted, basically. Um, but don't, not forgetting Miggy should, uh, Murphy should be back for um, the Liverpool game as well. So that gives us another attacking option because we know that <sighs> Miggy was knackered. 15 minutes towards the end it was like the, the, the ideal time that we needed Murphy and he's a right footer so he can run to that byline because we know he puts cracking balls into the box fizzes them across the across the box just for someone to get onto so that brings you a bit more confidence yeah and Wilson coming on for Isaac it was I actually thought he he had an alright game there was a couple of moments obviously where uh, he didn't. He didn't do the best thing with it, but I, th- I thought we looked like we had more up top when Wilson came on. And um, it was just a shame that that opportunity where we were almost like two on one came to Wilson just as he's had to come mm-hmm. off because if he's had to been on, he probably had done more with it. And to be honest, if Wilson had been on a little bit longer, he might have done more with it as well. But I think um, to wrap this one up. I think we should just give a, a little mention of Pep as well because I thought he showed his class again. Um, he was clapping the the uh, Newcastle fans and he was giving us praise at the end as well and basically saying like, like I think he didn't even make a, a substitute because he was like that worried about us getting back into the game. He didn't want to like change anything. Um, and he said like if we, he said something about like if we did didn't play that way um, that yeah, would have tore yeah. us apart so he was obviously yeah. very very kind of scared of what we could do to him so that's obviously you know a massive compliment mm-hmm. um, and yeah I think all in all not the best performance from us we didn't really play our style we didn't really play our game which was the disappointing thing but at the end of the day we went to their backyard and only got beat 1-0 which again is an improvement on last yeah. season. Um, yep, and it's it's shown it's shown the direction we're going in. So I think we can we can now say like the hardest game of the season is over with, and we can look forward to the rest of the season. We're back at St James's next week, hosting Liverpool, which is it's it's a fixture like I look for personally. Like obviously, I went to Uni Liverpool. I actually hate them so. Especially with oh, what Klopp's been saying recently. Bank All on that Sunday stuff. as well, mate. <laughs> a few scoops <laughs> to be hard. So, uh, yeah, join us for that. We're going to preview that in the next episode. If you've enjoyed this, do hit the like button. Subscribe to the channel. And we'll see you in the next one.